This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrook. They put you on babysitting duty, huh? No one trusted me to stay here. Emma's simply concerned about you. She thought it best you weren't out in the cold running after your father. Thank you, by the way. For playing nanny? For getting Emma the message to come back. What's it feel like to play the hero after being a pirate for so long? Unfamiliar. And you, how does it feel to play the villain? I'm a villain now. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is a podcast that can conjure courage, give strength, or even act as a love potion of sorts. We also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm good. How are you? Let I'm great. just turn you down in my headphones. Oh, here. I can turn you down here a little bit. Okay. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> this was a big big episode yes, this week, right? Yes, it was. Lots it was of huge. feedback, even a bunch of news, which we haven't had a lot of news We lately. haven't had news in about six months. Yeah, yeah, at all. <laughs> I don't think we've had news since they announced mm-hmm. uh, Rapunzel, which, well, that was a waste of an announcement. Yeah, I think that was a spoiler party or something, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, and uh, also this week, uh, we're going to announce the winner of our uh, – or decide and then announce the winner of our iTunes review yes. potluck giveaway contest, Woo! which uh, the winner uh, – the challenge was to go to iTunes and put in a rhyming review of our podcast. Uh, a few people did. Uh, we're going to read through them and decide whose was best, and they will win a couple dog boy books and, and a pound, pound of – pound of whole bean Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Yes. Yes, which I – that's why it's called potluck. We just <laughs> figured <laughs> out what – stuff we we've got and it's coming to you yep and uh, also we wanted to mention uh two more little points here up top before we get into the main discussion i forgot to put the last one in i here. was like i see one uh we are we did officially decide this week to move the recording for this uh podcast. this sh- this podcast this uh not the wonderland ones which are almost over uh but uh to tuesday nights instead of our normal monday nights just because for the past few weeks we've been getting letters and voicemails and while stuff we're like recording. that in, <laughs> while we're recording or like tuesday morning so we wanted to give people enough get, time enough time to get in there plus it's a little easier on us yeah a little easier <laughs> on us too and, and with wonderland winding down here like we're we're and this is the other thing i wanted to get to but uh we're gonna do you know the finale this weekend and the next weekend we're going to do a big google hangout we're doing it live folks yeah yeah we're gonna do live video and everything um magic you know, juice might be a requirement for I, that. I think i think we'll have plenty of magic juice before the recording starts <laughs> uh no but we're no gonna, no i won't <laughs> we're gonna discuss the entire series of once upon a time in wonderland kind of put a nice big bow on it and we want you guys to be involved uh, absolutely now, you know, keep an eye on our social media stuff, uh, Twitter, GF Storybrook, Facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook this week. And we'll be tweeting out or, or sending out a link to a form where you can sign in and let us kind of RSVP, let you let us know you're coming and let us know if you're down to come on the air with us and, yes. you know, talk. You don't have to. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have, have to. to. You, you can, can just be a creeper and sit there and listen. That's fine. Yeah, and we were also thinking about after it was done, you know, do that uh, for our last Wonderland episode. And then right after, maybe. 
maybe roll into like a 20, 30, however long uh, kind of Q&A session where we'll bring some more of you in. And there's also a nice Q&A app in oh, the Google really? Hangouts. Yeah, I so, don't use the Hangouts So you can often. just submit questions, silly questions, <laughs> whatever. And I'm we'll, a little scared of the questions. We'll answer them and put them out on a dark week or something <laughs> in a couple – sometime down the road. But the reason we're here – is to talk about this week's Once Upon a Time episode, so I Woo-hoo! think we should probably summarize it Let's and make get it started. Yeah, <clears throat> bear with me. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <clears throat> the hunt for the witch is right where it started. The witches concerned know that Rumple's departed. Neil shows his face, then the face of his father. Rumple gives Emma the witch's name. Oh, bother! In the last in the last year, Bella Neil raised the dead. A deed Neil pays for with his head. Wancers in mourning, the shipping wars were unkind. All in this week's episode, Quiet Minds. Quiet Minds. Uh, there's one mind I can think of that's very quiet now. Oh, no, I know. That's horrible. It's a bit of gallows humor, but I, oh. I mean, I, and I think, uh, <clears throat> well, before we get into that, uh, Amory. Yeah, what what did you think about the episode this week? I ugly cried. You ugly cried? What I, is ugly crying? Oh, you're such a man. No, I know. Um, I'm I'm asking for our audience. Oh, you're asking? I was like... I'm the voice of our audience in this scenario. <laughs> I was like, how do you not know what an ugly cry is? <laughs> um, I basically was not caring what I looked like and just sobbing mm-hmm. and sobbing and sobbing. And it carried over for a little while. <laughs> and then we had to go record the Wonderland podcast and I had barely yes, dried my tears because our guest didn't watch the episode yet yeah so we, we had to t- kind of talk around it and it was this our second time recording the episode anyway because oh, yeah. we had a rare uh recording failure for wonderland episode this so, yeah. weekend it's been a doozy it was but awful it was a great episode mm-hmm. okay well i guess you know well, what did you think about it stop trying to get away it? without answering the questions i had no opinion on it whatsoever about anything that ha- no i thought it was really good i, th- I thought <laughs> i thought it was re- really good really strong things moved forward and, uh, you know, I still have questions in my head, but it's like halfway through the storyline. So I guess right. that's to be expected. But, okay. Oh, okay. I'm we good. ready? We up? I'm, I'm, we I'm up. I'm awake. Okay. Uh, the first thing we should probably discuss. Uh, yeah. Bay is dead. Rip Neil. Rip Neil Cassidy. Now, before – in Amory, I'll, I'll let you start with your thoughts. Uh, but I just wanted to – Okay, thank you for your thoughts, Amory. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I just want to say, like, I had some people after the episode was over, like, because, you know, we've had the whole uh, shipping war yes. going on internally here in the podcast with Amory being Swanfire, me being uh, Captain Swan. And a lot of people were being, they, they, it seemed like they thought I was going to gloat. I about they, this episode. I don't know why they thought that. I, I know. I know. No, but seriously, like, I've said the entire way through, I, I like Neil as much as I like Hook as a character. And, you know, while I preferred Captain Hook as far as a pairing with Emma, really sad to see him go, especially with how important he is to kind of everything, the origins of the, the story, uh-huh. you know. But, uh, Emery, uh, why don't you go ahead and start off and uh, share, share some of your memories of Neil? Oh, Neil. Funeral for our friends part two. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Next one, Neil's on the top of the list, I guess. That's sad. Because he's, well, as of right now, he's the only one we haven't addressed that's died on the show. To the best of our knowledge. To the best of our knowledge. Um, well, uh, you want memories of Neil? Well, you know, you more just... Or just uh, my feelings on the entire scenario. Yeah, the the scenario, the way it went down. I think it went up. If... 
I'm sad that he died because I love, love, love the character and I have from day one. Mm-hmm. But I think he went out well. Yeah. I think it was very well done. It was very respectable. It was mm-hmm. very um, bold, mm-hmm. bold and strong. And he didn't go out um, as a nothing. He went out with a purpose. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He basically – it was a little assisted suicide actually. <laughs> Separate me from my father. Use your powers. Oh my. <laughs> well, they actually that, that kind of ties into uh, something I wanted to discuss about it was that it seems uh, that kind of crossing the line over into dark magic to fix a relationship with a kid, <laughs> I, wh- whether fixed by separating right. yourself from the kid or fixed by bringing yourself back with the kid, is a family trait in this family. Yeah. Uh, Peter, Rumple, and uh, Neil yeah. all have exhibited this uh, trait. Uh, Henry hasn't yet. I, I'd assume he probably will before the series is up. In some way, shape, or form. Dark magic Henry. But uh. I, something that I thought was kind, kind of neat was that Neil uh, finally overcame another common trait the men in this family have, which is self-preservation at all costs. Yeah. He, he had the opportunity. Rumple pr- might have been able to save him. But he was like, "No, I'm good. I'm good. Like, if if you try and save me, it might mess something up, and then you guys won't win the day. My kid will be in jeopardy. You know what? I'm out. And I mean, obviously, <laughs> wow. uh, well, I'm just quoting from the episode. <laughs> uh, no, but I'd, Rumple had a similar moment, uh, you know, in the season fina- or the mid-season finale, where I, he did the same thing. What's that? Where he kind of did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. He he sacrificed himself for the greater good." Uh, which is cool. And uh, yeah, magic always has a price and uh, try as he might, they wasn't going to be able to uh, avoid it. And I also thought that uh, – what's his name? Michael Raymond James. Um, he had a very like kind of low-key relaxed performance in this one. It kind of reminded me of if anyone out there has ever seen the Arrested Development pilot, Jason Bateman's performance in that was kind of the same way. If you listen to the commentary tracks, uh, they talk about how – it's like it's specifically uh, this last scene in the Bluth house in that episode. They're sitting on the stairs, and if you listen to the commentary track, they had just found out that Fox probably wasn't going to pick up the pilot, and it was like one of the last scenes they shot. Uh, so he just kind of like had this defeated thing to his performance, uh-huh. which I, I it might I, I'm sure. Well, there was a bit of a tweet reversey this week with it, so oh, I, I, I don't think it's related to that. He might have just been a little wistful about leaving the show, right? In a kind of show, but I mean, it was good. I like. I think it. it all worked. Definitely. Do you want to talk about the tweet reversey oh, a little bit? The tweet reversey. Well, let me see if I. Can. Yeah, there there was a bit of a tweet reversey this week because obviously, um, and we'll get uh, more of this when we get into our feedback. They the people weren't very happy about this. People I mean, people were not so happy. People quit the show for this week at least, and yeah, yeah I, I mean, I saw many people doing it, saying, you know, I'm never going to watch once again, or you know, I'm going to start a letter writing campaign, <laughs> which I mean is good because that means that people care about the character, right? Obviously. Right. Um, there was a lot going around, and I think I heard this before, like at one point that um, whoever gets killed off must ask, must have asked to be off the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard it again right after this that he must have asked to be off the show. Why else would they kill off his character? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, so he must have been getting bombarded with tweets because he hadn't been on Twitter or at least hadn't been vocal on Twitter for about four or five days. Yeah. And then he set off like this like rapid fire um, tweet 
novel. Um, a fact for his death, I guess. Right. Um, <laughs> do you want me to just read the tweets or uh, uh, do you want uh, to yeah. save that? Well, yeah, you know. Uh, but we're here. We're here. Yeah. Okay. Um, one, sirs. Mahalo for all the kind words. With so many rumors, I've decided to break radio silence to set the record straight on a few things. One, I did not ask to leave the show, nor was I fired. Neil's death, death was nothing more than bold storytelling choice. As an actor, I always want to tell bold stories. Hashtag OUAT. <laughs> Um, two, I have never in my life trashed, destroyed, or otherwise damaged any trailer whatsoever. That one is ridiculous, and I hate to have to even address it, but there it is. Okay, yeah, it, I don't know anything about <clears throat> Does it go on? Yeah, they gave some context oh. here. Uh, we're referencing a Reddit post that compiled all the everything that went down. Uh, so, And there will be a link to that in our show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. But the context for the trailer thing is, in case you don't know what this is regarding, the PA who tweeted that she overheard news on the death said that she overheard that the actor whose character was getting killed off would trash their trailer as if wanting to be purposely fired. That's weird. Yeah, it could, could just be, you know, on-set gossip right. or whatever. But obviously he's he's flat out denying it here. Um, and just from, you know, you okay over there? Yep. Um, he doesn't seem like that kind of person. No, no. Just as a person mm-hmm. from – if you follow him on Twitter, you know he's just – he's a chill dude who likes sports. Like really that's what it comes down to. Yeah, and I mean um, he started all this out with uh, Mahalo. Mah- yeah, which uh, – what is that? Uh, yeah, I'm, it's Hawaiian. That's yeah, all I it, got. It's something about like peace be with you or right. something, like, something that. like that. Okay, back to the tweets. Um, <laughs> I've made lifelong friends from this show. That work both in front of and behind the camera. For that, I am forever grateful. I am. I have nothing but love and the utmost respect for everyone that works for the show, from my castmates and crew to the network on down. Um, despite some silly guesses by some, I was not in Vancouver recently to shoot <laughs> a new pilot. That was absolutely false. Yeah, and basically after that, he just says, you know, uh, thanks. I'll let you know what I'm up to next. Right. Uh, but, Spread uh, love. Peace. <laughs> exactly. Lots of hashtag once and OU8. Yeah, and if, if, if I if, – we might as well discuss it here, I guess. Uh, I, I hope I don't step on any of your points because I haven't read them. Uh, but I, I think there's still a pretty strong possibility that we're going to get Neil back in flashback because it, it was basically outright stated in this episode that he was the one who sent the message to Hook. No. No? No. I disagree. You disagree? How so? He never said my message. He said the message. But it, no. At least he – No. But but hey, no. at least he knew about the message. And if if the Neil – part of half of the mind knew about the message obviously at some point he regained control long enough to at least become aware of the message because we saw you know between rumple and neil switching back and forth they didn't retain they weren't seeing out of each other's eyes i disagree but i mean that was no it wasn't because he had to get rumple out of himself so rumple could tell emma who zelina that that i agree with i still don't think he sent the message. Well, I'm saying how how else would he know about the message? Because it, because it's, they were sitting there talking to him, filling him in on everything. He straight up says, you know, like last thing I knew, I watched mm-hmm. the yellow bug cross the line, and then I'm running through the forest. But that was a lie. I thought. I no, thought. I, I thought, just, I thought I that was pretty clearly a lie. I didn't believe that is a lie. I okay. believe that is the truth. 
Interesting. Interesting. Because, I mean, that that was like both times I watched it, it was like very apparent to me that he was – one, he was lying there and that two, that he sent the message. And I got the completely opposite statement <clears throat> or Weird. feelings. Interesting. Interesting. Because, uh, you know, I, I kind of figured that mystery solved at least in my head. Uh, you know, obviously we'll probably hear hear some about that uh, topic when we get to the listener feedback. And obviously, you know, if you have different theories on that, feel free to write in. Greetings from storybrook.com. <laughs> And uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah, would you like me to move on to my next point? Yeah, that's fine. I think okay. we, I think we've covered Neil fa- fairly well, and there's for now. A, except for a scene we were just talking about that we'll bring up a little later too. Okay, so there was still no Henry in the book scene, and this is be- mm-hmm. becoming very very frustrating because we know it's coming. Or do we? Yeah, because um, didn't didn't the creator say, "Oh no, that's from Quiet Minds." They've said that every week. Every week they're like, no, it's this one. No, it's this one. I don't have a specific link. I don't Mm -hmm. know the article. But I, from the murmurs of the internet, have heard that they've corrected themselves. Yeah, if you don't know about the Henry book scene. Go uh, back two episodes, I think. Yeah, two episodes or so in the show notes, we have a link to it. Basically, they put out a promo image and it showed uh, Regina and Henry sitting in Granny's looking through the book. And uh, it was there was a bunch of people there too. There was Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you, you know, basically, it was released to be for that episode two weeks for, back. Uh, Rapunzel. Yeah, for the tower, and uh, then they they were like, no, no, wait, that's for Quiet Minds, and then obviously that scene obviously wasn't in this episode. Um, but I think it's coming. I still think it's coming um, mm-hmm. because Henry's getting curious. Yeah, he's getting um, outright a def- little bit defiant and curious. Mm-hmm. Like you know, tell me the truth, or I want to go home. And and then at the very end, she even starts to let it slip. You know, he goes, "I wish I knew him," and she says, "You did." And mm-hmm. mom, you're confusing me. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, kid. Well, I kind of got that impression. The impression that that scene in the house, she was planning on telling him. Or, or she was going to tell him. Then she got the phone call, and then the next time she saw him, she had well, to she tell had him to because his she had dad to go. died. Yeah. So, so it, it, there hasn't been a convenient time yet. Although I'm, sh- I'm sure there's going to be other delays, or she's not going to want to tell him so close to telling him the thing about Neil. And then I don't know, maybe Regina will sneak behind her back and well, give the him book. the book. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Not enough coffee, lots of tea today. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, there might even be some implications for, you know, magic in general uh, in Storybrooke with the heart of the truest believer not believing at the moment. He doesn't know to believe. Yeah, but I'm saying that was like a big kind of like talisman kind of plot point from, you know, last half season or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it might come back into play. I guess we'll see. Yep. But uh, yeah, and uh, you know, going back to uh, what we were talking about a little bit before, uh, they, our crew, our heroes, finally find out who Zelina actually is. Uh, right. the, the, why the, was that so hard? That the creepy midwife is actually the creepy wicked witch. <laughs> I don't know why that's a surprise to anyone. Personally, yeah. the big medallion gives it away. Mm-hmm. The big green medallion. The big green medallion. Mm-hmm. Just like ev- the Emerald City. Everything that's been going bad has been green. Mm-hmm. It's the Wicked Witch. They most of them know at least something about her. Yeah, and this is a new person in Storybrooke. Maybe they probably should have figured it out sooner. But then again, the, with the way she introduced herself to Snow, it was completely reasonable. And I don't think they even knew the Wicked Witch was on the table. Not at that, at point. that point, but um, well, like a day later. Mm-hmm. Also, it's been more than one day, and Snow has not changed her clothes. Well, when you're pregnant, sometimes things <laughs> kind of right. But you do it in sweatpants and not a dress and a cardigan. <laughs> 
No, but I wait. One little problem I had with the that reveal and everything is that in the in the very next scene we see Rumplin when uh, he's you know mourning over Neil's body and Zelina shows up. It's it's pretty much implied that he knows what she's planning, why she's planning, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I just wonder why he didn't feel the need to tell Emma that aspect of it too. I think it was the control thing. You think, it, but I mean, you know, if it, it was the control thing, then why was he able to tell tell them her name? Yeah, but it, it just it, it, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it could come up again. It could not. He might he, not I know mean, as much as it seems like he does. He that's all he could get out. Mm-hmm. I think that's really all the more he could get out. You think his son just died in front of him. He at least got the name of the person who was responsible mm-hmm. out. Yeah. The son who uh, the entire series was basically predicated on. Right. But uh, and uh, one other thing I wanted, I was kind of curious about, and I kind of have a theory about this. We'll discuss in a couple minutes here. Yeah. But uh, how did Zelina know that Snow, or not Snow, but uh, Emma and Charming, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Snow, uh, were going coming to the apartment? You know, I enough don't... to get to the bathroom and have a monkey flyer out or whatever. I, I I just picture a monkey flying up to the window and taking her. See, and I envisioned her going poof. That could be it too. Yeah, probably. Uh, definitely, but that's what happened in the office. Yeah, but do you have any any thoughts on how she might have known? <sighs> no, that they I was were wondering that. Though, um, weirdest bathroom <clears throat> ever. By the way, that was one of my notes. Be like, weird bathroom. It's it, pretty. It was like oldie, kind of like a. Why, six, is, there, why is there two doors? It, it was like 60s, 70s style, like decor, kind of too. Was but it? I mean, it's an old town, so. You'd expect that. And I could be completely missing yeah. the decade there, too. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I, I, I would, but I I kind of want to touch on it uh, down okay. down a little later in the conversation. But I do have a theory on uh, why she might have known. But we'll get to that later. Okay. Oh, I, I know where you're going because that was along the lines of what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. So the evil queen and Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. They're so preshy. Yeah, yeah, they, they really have are. great chemistry. They uh, as, in any world, in any realm. In, yes, in any realm, in any capacity. So much flirting is my note. Mm-hmm. So much with the flirting. Oh yeah, and Robin's very bold uh, too. From this angle, I was like, Geez. <laughs> yeah, that was very obvious. That, oh, that was very yeah, obvious. What, what he was checking out. Yes, um, but I like that they are building a relationship. Mm-hmm. Up- both sides of the curse. Yeah, and both timelines. Both timeline. Well, it's, no, it's the same timeline. It's just well, yeah, both time periods. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah both realms. Um, and that she seemed to be like letting her guard down mm-hmm. until she sees the tattoo and runs away. Yeah, and then she realizes who he really is. The the lion tattoo that Tink told her about. Right. And it, but I it, at least you know um, at the end of the episode they show that she's showing up to their camp and right. she's. Ready, maybe ready to give love a chance finally. I think she is. I think watching him play with mm-hmm. um, the baby. It's not a baby, yeah. but whatever. Um, the child. The child. The most adorable child ever. Um, almost sort of reminds her of Henry in a way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she can have that back. Yeah. So. It, and I, I would be shocked if we didn't get in flashback a similar moment uh, between We kind of did. Well, we, the monkey. Oh yeah, well with the monkey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess you're right. She but turned uh, it into a stuffed animal. That's not Regina like. But I mean, as far as flashback time, oh. uh, the the last we knew was Robin was kind of staying in one of the rooms in her castle until yeah. uh, he was staying. I thought he was staying in Rumpel's castle. No, I thought no, that was last. 
half season. Oh. I'm talking uh, last week in the tower when mm. he has the heart to heart with Charming and tells him about the night okay. route or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. mentions that him and his kid are staying in Regina's castle until the whole wicked witch business is sorted out or whatever. Right, I think. Right. Oh, okay. Um, I, and I liked how even she was like, "Have we met before?" Mm-hmm. So maybe this isn't that strong of a curse. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a strong curse, but mm-hmm. maybe there's an opportunity for their memories to leak back in. Oh, it, like I, I'm actually kind of halfway assuming that they're going to get their memories back next week. I could see that. I think it'll probably Based, be that yeah. soon. Because um, you know, once once uh, she's revealed to be the wicked witch and stuff, there's it's really not advantageous to have them not have their memories. And in fact, she might be able to uh, manipulate them better if they remember the lies she told them a year ago <laughs> or whatever. Right. Um, also, completely unrelated. I really liked watching Regina ca- catch the arrow midair. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty sweet. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That also could have gone horribly you wrong. You could have gone horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> Especially um, since, well, we don't. I'm assuming Blue's back, but uh, as far up to now, she's the most powerful magic user out on the table for the angels' side. Right. You know, yeah. Hence, she went off on her own to try and find the Wicked Witch, and hence why getting a bolt through her head would probably be a bad bad thing for Absolutely. for everybody. Absolutely. Speaking of bad things. This wasn't sad a bad thing. thing. This, I was about to say this was sad. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was sad. the The last scene between Hook and Neil. Oh. Now, it, it, it wasn't externally, but I was ugly crying on the inside at that one. <laughs> so just, was I. Just because it, it, it was so sad, but good in all the right ways. They 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 touch back to the relationship they had in Neverland, which we still haven't got to see really, <sighs> minus that one episode. Right, and but, even that. Yeah, but I, it, it, it was good to see Hook kind of address that before the end. And I almost have a feeling that Hook kind of knew, knew what was going to go down. This is along the lines of I don't think Neil sent the message because mm-hmm. it was right around – it was, you know, all that hospital stuff. I I don't know. Like there's some there's something odd about the entire situation mm-hmm. that makes me not believe that Neil sent it. Yeah. Um, I feel like they – sort of filled him in on mm-hmm. it because wasn't it it was bell and hook had him at, at the hospital and they were telling him things because he's like oh it seems like a lot of stuff's going on mm-hmm. um i just had a moment where i felt like you doing that <laughs> um, <laughs> but sorry about that it's all right i'm used to it so i and i'm sure at some point hook was like and i got this message to go get emma and, da, 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 and mm-hmm. so there's that but anyway no the the hook and neil thing was so long overdue and even they said so oh yeah yeah and and you know regardless of anything that's gone on with the shipping and stuff they they've never been really at loggerheads so much it's just kind of slightly almost playfully you know competing Right. I, I think the only time it ever really got them into the trouble cave. was, yeah, the Shadow Cave uh, yeah. over Neverland. But they, they learned their lesson. Right. <laughs> so that's good. Um, uh, la, 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 la. Okay. Sorry. I'm trying to read my own notes and they're barely making sense to me. <laughs> my allergies are acting up. That's why I'm like a mess tonight. Um, I'll try and take some more of the reading later. No, on. I, it's fine. It's just I feel bad because I'm like <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> As you spray more chloroseptic spray for like the fourth time. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Rumble and Neil were finally separated by Emma's magical powers that she didn't know she could do these things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want an actual definition of her powers. This is completely unrelated. Like 
she always just thought she could read minds, but she has all these crazy sorts of powers. Like she can basically do anything she wants. Yeah, she has she has uh, plot powers. Basically, whatever yeah, whatever the plot they needs need, her to she do, can do it. She can do it. Right, and that's a little frustrating. She is the product of true love, though, so that's probably justified. It's, and yes, but it's weird because neither of them had powers. Mm-hmm. Neither of them wanted powers. Neither of them dabbled in magic. I don't know. It just but it their just, love was so strong that it was even able to assist Rumple in casting the curse and everything. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So okay, but anyway, once they were separated, the dagger control powers were working even better, and the whole get back in your cage. Mm-hmm. What else is she going to make him do? Because obviously, know. like he walked away from her to her house and down into the basement and put himself in the cage. Mm-hmm. You know his head's going, no, 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 but he physically just couldn't. Well, at least it's not like seven or eight voices going, no, 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 anymore. There's no room. Yeah, which obviously the title of the episode was referencing him. Yes. He finally has a quiet mind. Right. So, um, but yeah, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it'll be interesting because her plan is still a little unclear to Mm. me. Her plan is completely Her plan, unclear. her motivations. We've got a couple little hints here and there. And I, I think some of our listeners wrote in with, with some of those plans. But yeah, it just it seems a little murky right now. So it's hard to say. But, uh, you know, when things are murky, when things are dark, what you need is a good candle. And we got one this week in the form of Lumiere. 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 And it, he was really good. Really good. Like, I, at first I thought it was actually the original actor from the movie or something. I know you did. I was like, no. No, he just did it. Although, I he, I guess, uh, you know, as it went on, the, his French accent got a little bit more campy, <laughs> too. Uh, sorry about that. I know we have listeners in France. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, it, not intending to offend. You can make you can you can call you can direct your critiques and insults to Bill me, or you can make fun of American accents in a voicemail to us. Yeah, I apparently have a Southern accent now, so that'll make. Oh no, but it was really really good. And uh, one thing I uh, one I thought that Bell was a little too easily tricked by him. Yes, but she also was able to call him out when he was wrong and lying. Yeah, this is true. And she's like, "No, you're wrong." Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, because she. Realized the timeline was off for me. Uh, completely? He, he was like 200 years, and I guess 30 years ago. It was built in the 80s. Yeah, pretty much. Really so, pretty for the 80s. Yeah, and uh, something else is right when after Rumpel's been resurrected and absorbed Neil and everything, it, when Belle leaves, she takes Lumiere with her. Right. So I'm wondering if we're going to get some uh, adventures with Belle and Lumiere. <laughs> That would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Maybe if they run across across a Cogsworth along the way. <gasps> Cogsworth. That could be cool. I, like like road trip with Bell and uh, Lumiere and Cogsworth. I'd, uh, I could dig on that. Wow. That could be fun. Be August. Be August. The service to the taste. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. So Snow and this whole about to go into labor thing. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to end well. No. No, there is no good timing in her reproductiveness. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know what was in that orange juice. That's normal. No, no. Did you see the way Z- oh. Zelina gave the the look she gave with charming in the tea? No, I'm pretty sure. Oh no, 
know. I missed yeah. that. And uh, something, and I think I think it might just be a common brand of orange juice, but I did note the the name of the oh, orange I didn't, juice. I looked at it. I was I thought it was just a generic. Hey, this is what we're gonna put. Yeah, like I, I found a link to a vineyard. You really are using all of the yellow construction paper. Yes, I am. I've been writing my notes on construction paper lately. It's ridiculous. And Donna orange juice, yeah. I and the only thing I could find was like a vineyard where I guess they could, in California where they I guess they could grow oranges too and put out their own orange juice. But uh, yeah. I didn't know if that would have any significance. But I'm pretty sure that she put something in it. She put well, something. She has in magic. It. She doesn't actually have to put something in it. She can cast a spell on it. But I mean, she did with. Well, that was a specific thing she was trying to. Yeah. Do. Well, what I'm saying is maybe there's a specific root or a potion or I'm something sure she put in is. the orange juice. Uh, oh. Actually, you know, I keep referencing it, but just because we got a lot of feedback this week, I think our listeners uh, might have had some theories Ideas. on that too. You know, and I read most of the feedback, and I don't remember hmm, retaining. Okay. This is the one I hid from you. Apparently. Okay. Go ahead. No, but I oh. and oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, sorry. I didn't. I guess I didn't finish my point. But how uh, I was like, you know, having Emma during the first massive curse was not exactly great timing. Um, kind of scared was to when she will go into labor with the mm-hmm. baby snowflake. Um, you know, in the middle of the showdown. The the, the gunfight at the yeah, OK the gun, Storybrooke Corral. The magic fight at the OK Corral. Yeah, which I guess we'll we'll make fun of that trailer later. Yes, we will. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I, I, in it really depends on what she wants with the baby too, like right to where it'll be bad or not so bad. No, it'll be bad. Yeah, I'm it'll sure. It'll be bad. It'll I be, have thoughts on that. It'll be wicked. In fact, really. Did you write down your thoughts? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. I see him down yes, there. Yes, I did. Okay, so we've been operating under the assumption that this whole Oz plot is leading to kind of a new version of the classic Wizard of Oz story. Right. So last week, Char- Charming got his courage taken away. Right. Or this, the symbol of his courage. The symbol of his courage. Though he had another sword this week. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the sword. Because yeah, I, th- I believe that's the same sword Emma took down to face uh, off against Maleficent, right? I don't know. I'm pretty I, sure. I don't track the swords. <laughs> I keep that track was my of department? all swords. Okay, so Charming, Courage, Cowardly Lion, Rumple this week, Brains. I've got your beautiful brains. I've got your beautiful brains. And uh, <clears throat> so that leaves uh, Heart. Uh, for Tin Man, and uh, what we're assuming is going to be Dorothy or home to round out the group, right? Right. Uh, so I'm thinking for Hart, and just because of the way, like, Hook has been off to me. Yeah. Uh, this entire half season, because he's, you know, I mean, he's been humorous, he's been dry, he's been witty, but he hasn't been very passionate Emotional. about anything. Right. Except for the goodbye with Neil. Yeah. And it, even that was... A little stale. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe the Wicked Witch has Hook's heart. Yeah. And maybe that's what we need is more people stealing hearts. Yeah, but maybe she's in control of him now. And, uh, you know, something something oh. else – I was going to say something else that made me th- kind of think that was the scene between him and Emma la- – I think it was last week. Uh-huh. Uh, but whatchamacallit, where they were talking – like he – was talking about his emotions for her. like he intellectually knew that he cared about her but you, you you just didn't see it there like you normally do with hook you know if she has his heart and she's controlling him then she sent him to new york i knew there was something very interesting so but then again maybe maybe she had a rump kneel, uh <laughs> send the message strixie very, very tricksy. Very tricky. Yeah, but uh, so that's my current theory right now for the heart is Hook. I like it. And uh, then I guess uh, Dorothy Home is probably going to end up either being Emma, Henry, 
Well, Henry maybe because he's wanting to go back to New York so bad, and Emma's kind of doing that as well. Well, she did, yeah. But now she doesn't. She's like back and forth on yeah, it. She's wishy washy. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's either Emma and Henry or Snowflake, the new baby, baby Snowflake. Yeah, which is why Zelina wants her so bad. See, I I want to know why she wants the baby Snowflake so mm-hmm. bad because um, Rumple said it's something that she's never had. Um, or yeah, that she doesn't have, but I, part of me, this is probably completely wrong and far-fetched. Does she want to be a mommy because she was abandoned by hers? Hmm. I could see that happening. I feel like I've read some crazy stories that women, you know, abduct babies because of things like this. Oh yeah. I remember an episode of Little House on the Prairie. There's like always that, an episode where of they, Little where they stole one of the babies or something like that. Everything is an episode of either Little House on the Prairie or mm-hmm. Law and Order or CSI. You know what? I would like one of those doors in Jefferson's hat to go to, to Little, Little House, House on the, the Prairie. Prairie world. That is fantastic. <laughs> that is fantastic. I would pay money. Money for that. We would pay money for that. Absolutely. Rumple and Mr. Edwards. <laughs> Sitting around the campfire. That'd be. Oh, oh, what was goodness. that song Mr. Edwards always used to sing? I don't know. We're, I can't we're, we're going to move on. Yeah, we, we're, we're, we're flying far, far away on the wings of a, a flying monkey. I uh, know, but. Uh, Get in, my pretty. I, I don't know. Like, uh, my main inclination for what she wants with the baby at this point is just because Emma was such a important crux point for the original curse that it's going to be this baby is the new kind of can make or break it thing mm-hmm. for the core uh-huh. uh, for the curse and the wicked winch which just wants <laughs> the to, wicked wench <laughs> <laughs> the wicked wench uh the wicked witch just wants to get control of that x factor kind of okay okay i like it yeah yeah so, uh, there we go yeah you, that's the episode bi- in a nutshell big episode though i'd say probably yeah. probably the biggest this season season or, or half, ha- season. half season half season yeah because the finale was a bit bigger a little bit a little bit, a little bit bigger so i guess uh, now it's time we evaluate the episode let's evaluate it so let's see here out of uh out of 117 tiny glass bottles of whiskey how many tiny glass bottles of whiskey do you give this episode <laughs> Um, 117 i'm gonna give it 110 why because it was amazing but there was just a few little things that Mm -hmm. i would like to see or not see like neil dying Um, (laughs) i'm I'm actually surprised you didn't take more off for neil dying just (laughs) because thought about it i thought about it but 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 it was was a sad thing but it was good storytelling yes yes Mm -hmm. that's that's where i stand with that so 110 how about you yeah, you, you, you know, no. I, 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 well, I just want to bring up this. I just think that, you know, see, I, I know some people were kind of upset about the fact that it happened and thought it didn't feel natural and everything, especially since they had the fake out death form last year. Right. But I thought I, his the way it went down was com- completely thematically appropriate. I thought to, it was perfect. You know, his story and by proxy rumples and pans and, you know, the whole family. Hey, thing. Everybody. OK, so me. You. Out of 117 tiny whiskey bottles, I, I'm going to give this 111 tiny whiskey bottles. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just because um, I think, uh, you know, it, it moved everything forward at a good clip. Everything was pretty well done. Uh, 
I, I would have liked one or two more answers about the witch's mo- motivations, which is why yeah. I kind of gave it a slightly lower score, sc- score than yours. Because I think at this you point... You gave it a higher score than I did. Did I? Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but I, <laughs> I, I, I meant to give it lower next time. Uh, but I, I think, it, you know, that the motivations for the Wicked Witch are kind of like the missing piece here. Right. And yeah, we should really have them by now. We're through Act 1. We're like... We're, you know, a couple steps into Act 2 by now. Right. And we don't know what the main – what the villain's main motivation is or even like have a – we don't even have a semi-clear idea on it. OK. Before we get to the news, uh, we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsor for this week's episode, Audible.com. And uh, if you don't know what Audible is, basically it's a service you go to, you get a membership, you can get a free book a month. Or Gotta love a book. Not a, well, not a free book so. a month. Uh, we will be offering a free book too, but you can get a book a month as part of your membership yep. uh, to play on your iPhone, your iPad, your Android tablet, uh, your Android Watch, I think they're coming out with. The Android Watch? Yeah, they're coming out with. I wonder about a... like, those like, energy bands. Or not energy bands, those tracking bands. I wonder if they'll have Like the that. Nike Fuel? Yeah. Well, I think, the, I think those interface with your phone. Oh, well, so... then, then it all works together. Yeah, yeah. Go out on a run, read a book. <laughs> run. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Go out on a slightly faster than normal walk, read a book. <laughs> Uh, and for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check out the service. Uh, now, like, like we normally do, uh, me and Amory have both picked a book that, that we thought uh, you guys might like. And, uh, yep, yep, yep. and th- this one, I just uh, – as part of uh, some research for us, uh, another project I'm working on, I reread uh, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer by Mark, Mark Merck. Mark, by Mark Twain. I uh, know by Mark Twain, and uh, I found a really good uh, version narrated by Will Wheaton. If if you're for, of Will Wheaton fame, uh, <laughs> Will Wheaton of Will Wheaton fame, and uh, you know I I've uh, listened to a couple of his uh, his own like se- semi autobiographical books uh, that he's narrated, and while I didn't like the books very much, I liked his <laughs> his reading of them. So I thought you know the Adventures of Tom Sawyer would be uh, great uh, read by him, and also you know if you haven't picked up a Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn in a couple years, I highly suggest you do. I hadn't revisited them since I read them when I was like seven or eight years old. And uh, it holds up and it's probably way better than it was when I was seven or eight years old. I mean, I probably like the adventure more then, but I got, I got a lot more of the jokes <laughs> being a little right. older. Right. And uh, Amory, what's your recommendation? Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Why would you pick that? Lumiere. Lumiere. And Belle was very Belle with all mm-hmm. the books and this is my library and da 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Belle, she didn't seem super happy about Rumple being back. No. Yeah, we never really touched on that, but yeah. It's good. I didn't write it down. Um, <laughs> I wrote it down. I didn't put it in the notes. Yeah, she just was like, oh, he's alive. Mm. I think she just didn't want to get her hopes up. Yeah, probably. Because had she gotten her hopes up, he would Mm -hmm. be the one who's dead because that's the way it goes. So uh, she just – instead she dug her nose down into a book. Uh, But, you know, she didn't have to. She could have put on her headphones and listened to a book with Audible. Yeah, she – you can listen to – or you can read a book while you're uh, fighting the Wicked Witch of the West. And all you have to do to download your free audio book – 
is a go to audibletrial.com slash storybrook and there's a quick form to fill out there and then you're on your way. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrook for your free audiobook. And we want to thank audible.com uh, or audible. We'll say audible, just audible, not audible. audible. It's audible. It's audible. It's not audible. Thank you, audible, for <laughs> thank sponsoring you, audible, this week's episode. Thank you, audible, for sponsoring our craziness. And now, uh, on to the news. News. You did like 16th notes there or something. It was pretty insane. Variety. It's the spice of life. I guess so. I guess so. And uh, to lead with, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, hit the ratings up real quick. And by the way, uh, you know, there's audible recommendations, all these news things, uh, pretty much everything you can find in the show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. But uh, once upon a time, it didn't go get any better, but it did, didn't get any worse. Uh, they matched their, It's going to uh, go up next week. I'm sure. Uh, but uh, they matched last week's 2.1 uh, bet- for adults 18 to 49, which, you know, Steady is good, I suppose. Slow and steady wins the race. It does. It does. That's what they always taught me in high school. <laughs> I don't know know what that means. Uh, now, do you want to take this next story? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Michael Socha is coming to Once Upon a Time. Who is Michael Socha? I it's have never knave. heard of him. Who, the Knave. Who is the Knave? The what, Knave what from Once from? Wonderland. Why are you doing this to me? I'm happy. For anyone who ha- hadn't happened to be watching Wonderland all this I'm time. I'm pretty sure they've caught on because we've mentioned the Knave before. Yeah. Um, but, we, but we've – and it's part of the – what I was – okay, go ahead. Well, now I forgot what I was going to say. I just want to harass you. So go ahead. Oh, I was just going <laughs> to <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, if you've been following the Wonderland podcast, pretty much since we started it, we've been talking about what character or concept is going to cross over from Wonderland into Once Proper. And we've always said, you know, if anything, I hope it's the Knave. And, uh, and it is. Now, this I did see pointed out somewhere. I don't remember where. Sorry. Mm. I'm really bad at that. Um, that ABC hasn't announced their renewals for next year. But this news pretty much tells you that once upon a time is going to well on average once went up this year in ratings so i don't think especially considering they'll hit episode 100 next season i oh, yeah, don't think they're going anywhere no because uh, if you don't know episode 100 is a watermark for syndication and uh... that's where that's where networks really make their money on their tv shows basically they break even up until episode 100 and then they sell it out to all your local TV stations, cable channels, stuff like that. And that's where they make the real profit. That's where the cash money comes from. Yeah. So Dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> but yeah. So we're getting the nave in – well, mm-hmm. for now it's Storybrooke. Who knows what it will be by then. Yeah. And if you, if you haven't been watching uh, Wonderland, Michael Socha, the guy who plays uh, the nave, also Will Scarlet, part of yeah. Robin Hood's group. Little of column A, little of column B. Yeah. Um, actually, I think that was the first place we saw Robin Hood. This year, the new the new actor, the new Robin Hood this year, I think was in Wonderland. Maybe. But uh, any, anyway, if, if you're not familiar with him or you can't place him, if you've ever seen the UK being human, he played uh, one of the werewolves and uh, he was exceptional in it. And I mean, really, especially the past couple episodes of Wonderland, he's uh, he's really, uh, really picked up the acting chops and like clear separations of characters, kind of like Robert Carlyle does. He's had some amazing, amazing um, Mm -hmm. acting moments. Yeah, so um, so it, yeah. It, he will be a welcome adi- addition as a series regular next year, and I would be shocked if we didn't see him in at least a small role this, this season, season too. Which hopefully that will really help with timelines. <laughs> timelines, Wonderland yeah. versus 
reality question mark Ver- versus fairy tale land versus yeah. black and white world yeah. it's insane there's i just want to line them up mm-hmm. line them up anyway and uh, something that you might not have uh, seen uh but it was really really awesome uh, that they put out this week was basically a Good Morning Storybrooke little supplement uh, starring Lana Perea, um, a.k.a. Regina, where she uh, comes out and tells all the town folk to be on the watch for a Wicked Witch. In a fact, she declares watch. a Wicked Witch Watch. And we'll have the link to that in our <laughs> show notes. But it's really funny. You should it's definitely hilarious. check it out. It's- it, it almost felt like a... Like a sketch comedy writers wrote it or something. Yeah, like, it felt kind of SNL-y. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was kind of SNL-y. Yeah, and, and she wasn't necessarily playing pure Regina no. in the thing either. She was more presentational with it and everything, right. which I thought was kind of cool. But you should, if you haven't seen that yet, you should definitely check it out. No spoilers if you've seen this week's episode. Or no, anything, so don't there there was that. barely any spoilers at all. Mm-hmm. It was really just basic show promotion. Yeah, like, hey, there's a Wicked Witch on Once Upon a Time. Or- Basically, in case you missed the memo <laughs> mm-hmm. that we've been throwing around since May. No, not May. Life's a witch December. and then you die. Wow. I'm sure they're going to go there at some point. Ah. They've been so cheesy with these promos. Speaking of... This week's promo. This promo. They go with like a Wild West theme, like a showdown at the OK Corral kind of thing. It's uh, it's just bad. It, yeah, it's just like I don't know who they have cutting these promos. But they're so They're so far removed from the spirit of the show, which is uh, the really bothersome thing. But yeah, right, based- because they could be getting, you know, gaining in the ratings. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't yeah, but basically, uh, you know, we catch a couple glim- glimpses uh, here. We see Zelina walking into Granny's, and then we see a big showdown out on Main Street in Storybrooke right. in the middle the of the cat. night. Yeah, yeah, she's she's dressed more witch-like in this one, uh, except she still doesn't have the green skin. And then she's like I think throwing that's an pe- enchanted forest thing, the skin. Yeah, and then she's like throwing people through clock tower windows. I think and that stuff was like Regina. That. Yeah, yeah, it was. I just saw it again. <laughs> and then, as always, it ends with that uh, image of her walking into Storybrooke and turning the pavement to yellow brick, which... We've I, yet to get a mention I kind of hope that's an actual plot thing and not just, like, a promotional thing. They have to actually have the yellow brick road. Yeah, somehow. Follow the yellow brick road. <gasps> follow the yellow brick road. Follow the, follow the, follow the, follow the, follow the yellow brick road. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but you can check. Uh, Sorry. Well, we have to sing a couple We've times. We've sang episode. like six times tonight. Yeah, it's, that's fine. It's almost a problem. I will sing whenever I want to, except when our listeners I don't have control over his feedback. mic, so I'm sorry. It's time for feedback. Feedback! And, uh, so as, much oh, feedback. Oh, yeah. Tons of feedback. And uh, like like we set up at the top of the oh, episode. Oh, the contest. Yeah, but uh, we're, uh, we're switching up the night we record to Tuesday, so you have more time to run to your computer. Actually, you can probably... You can walk now. You, you can, can crawl. Well, well, I wouldn't say walk or crawl. I would say jump. A brisk jog. You can take a brisk jog to your computer. And, I want uh, you to gallop. Can you gallop like we always did in elementary or sk- school? Or skip. I always found I could skip faster than Skipping I could run. Skipping and galloping was just – I was always confused between the two. But did you ever – know? have you ever tried that? Like tried running and then tried skipping? I don't and run. And it seems like you move no, quicker sorry. when I don't, you skip. I don't run. But anyway, you can skip or <laughs> uh, jog to your computer and email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at GFStorybrook. Facebook is facebook.com. 
facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrooke and voicemail, uh, which we always love to play and everything. We try to play them all. Yeah, when time allows, for sure. Right, of course. Uh, It's 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Really? Yes. Okay. And uh, I just wanted to mention before we get into things here, uh, because we had the contest going on and we extended the feedback and this, that, and the other, we had a couple people who put in a few things we we there was a facebook comment there was this there was a that so we picked our favorite yeah yeah so if you submitted more than one thing we we only have one thing or one thing for you in here and we apologize if we cut out anything that you liked better (laughs) but we you have to make some cuts folks because we have a lot and starting with uh we have we have to figure out who's going to win our potluck uh itunes review scrolling down then yeah it's all the way at the bottom okay it's all the way at the bottom scrolling scrolling wow there's like four pages of feedback oh yeah yeah there's a lot of it just keeps going But uh, basically, we had people go over to iTunes and write a rhyming review of uh, Greetings from Storybrooke in, in the spirit of our rhyming episode summaries. And now I guess we have to read through them and figure out who's going to win. Okay. This should be interesting. There's two of us and four of them. Okay. And uh, let's see here. Okay. I'll start. Uh, this is from Code112548. And I believe he wrote us in 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 this week, too. So we'll hear his actual name a little later. Okay. I'm sure. Uh, but uh, it says, I've had a hard life over the last few few weeks but each week gets better with Anne marie and bill meeks thank you whether the topic is the anastasia's puffy lips or the great shipping debate you make a great podcast with nothing to hate with great personalities and sense of humors galore you make me come back each week wanting and getting much more should you need a podcast but have nowhere have had nowhere to look you have found a great one with greetings from storybrooke that was fantastic yeah yeah that's right now i mean i know we've only read one well, yes. That's, that's my personal That's personal, the best one out of one. That's my personal favorite so far. One in. All right. I'm reading the next one. Okay. This one's from Bobby. Yeah, and I think actually this one won't actually qualify, unfortunately. Because well, it. it wasn't rhyming, but we wanted to read it anyway. Bobby, okay. Bobby writes and calls in every week. We love Bobby. Okay. Uh, one of the best conversational podcasts that actually make you a part of the conversation. It's like you just sit down with some close friends, enjoy some magic juice, <laughs> and talk about the best show on TV. Not only are Anne, Emery, and Bill the best, they have a great community of listeners to interact with as well. But thank you, Bobby from Bradington. Yes, thank you. And we agree on our community of listeners. Yes, they're you guys are awesome. And they're all over it all the time. Yep. It's great. Yep. If, like if we it. ever need need instant feedback, we can usually get two or three people. Usually, but in. nobody was helping me out today, but that's okay. Yeah, because you, you tried to outsource your audible I did try to outsource my audible recommendation. Okay, the next one is from Ren, Red Hen123. <laughs> And uh, Red Hen one two three says a plethora of stars. Plethora, plethora. I, I'm going to say plethora, but that will mess up the rhyme. A plethora of stars I must gift to you for your Sorry. quirks and your thoughts of this show that you do. Once upon a time, this season couldn't be better. You cover it well. Thoughtful, wor- thoughtful words that you splatter. Entertained though I am, this much is true. It was worth this quick minute taken to to rhyme a thank you. Swanfire. Thanks, guys. Jenny. Oh, Jenny, isn't that sad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she wrote that before. She wrote that pre-death. So now it's just kind of awkward and weird. Yeah. No, but it was good. Thank you. It was good. Okay. 
<clears throat> one of the better fan podcasts out there by Jalen Jade. Recaps of a show happened once upon a time while the two hosts and possible guests get right in your mind. The flow of the show is insightful and brief, though I suspect one doth protest too much. He's not a thief. The mm-hmm. hosts make me excited to watch and listen to the show. The joy inside only continues to grow. And thank you, Jalen. Thank you, Jalen. Yeah, actually, I, I like that every, every, everyone kind of seemed to nail the cadence of the summaries. Well, yeah, it's they've been listening to it for two years. I guess. You know, we never <laughs> listen to these. So. <laughs> so it's hard to imagine people out there actually listening to them, I guess. Okay, so I guess we have to... I guess we have to bring it to a vote. There, there's two people here. This so it should end well. So if uh, th- there needs to be a tiebreaker, we'll do like a random number generator or something. Oh, that's a sad but Okay. Why? Did you want to do rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. We'll do best two out of three rock, paper, scissors, which is great for podcasting, which, as we all know, is a visual medium. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, you want to do your pick first? I vote for Red Hen 123. Red Hen 123? Which is Jenny. Okay, I uh, vote for code one one two five four eight. That initial impression still sticks with me. I believe the guy who wrote it, his I think his name's Corbin. I, I talked to him a couple times on Twitter this week. It, that's, You've been swayed. I have not been swayed. This, this, this when I initially read this one when it first came in, it was my absolute favorite. Okay, rock paper scissors. Oh, rock okay. paper scissors. That's two out of three. All right. Okay. Ready? Okay. Wait. We're gonna hope, do the whole one, two, three shoot. I'm, I'm gonna tell them that we're actually doing this. So we don't seriously feel like we are pick favorites. I wish I had a phone to like <laughs> film it. Ready? One, one two, two, three. three rock. Shoot. Ooh, I win. You win that one. Okay. Okay. One, one two, two, three. Paper. Tie. Paper. <laughs> One, two, three, rock. Rock. Oh. Me too. So tied. We gotta do one more. One more for all all the biscuits in That's... Bloomington. I, I have no idea. Okay, ready. Hold, hold on. Wait a second. I forgot what the third wait one was because we've just done rock it. and paper. Okay, there we go. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> I got it. Uh, Let's go. Okay. One, one two, two, three, shoot. shoot. Oh, Anne Marie wins. So that's Jenny, Redhead123. Yay, Jenny! You you just need to, I'm sure, I I think we have a couple Jens and Jennies who write in on occasion and stuff. So I'm sure it's one one of you. Just email us with your uh, mailing address. And as soon as I get it, I'll ship the books out to you uh, through Amazon. And probably in the next couple days, Anne Marie will get the coffee out to you, too. Absolutely. Whole bean. So thank you, everybody, for. Thank uh, you, everyone. And everybody who thought about it. and just didn't go mm-hmm. over to iTunes because I know there's like seven of you. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming <laughs> a lot of the people who probably would have participated probably had already left a review at some point because we, we've done review drives, yeah. you know, many, many times. Many, so. many, many a time. But yeah, we really enjoyed it and uh, we, we'll do we'll, we'll do it again. Well, yeah, we'll do something like that again soon. Uh, but you want to go ahead and read the first letter? Oh, hold on, I have to scroll back up now. <clears throat> yes, I'm sorry. I put them you put the things bottom. out of order. And I did. I'm sorry. There's like four pages. Hope you guys like my voice. A <laughs> lot, lot of feedback. Scrolling. Hey, there's Jenny's. Okay. Oh, oh, too far. Too far. Yeah, there's a Jenny. There's a Jenny if I ever saw one. Okay, this one is from Amy P. Okay. Hi, guys. So I think that I am still in shock when I agreed with Bill that if Hooker Neal died, it would be in a big way. I did not mean that I wanted one of them to actually die. Um, It's your fault, Amy. It is all your fault, Amy. Um, I was also hoping that Henry would have his memories back if Neal did die. Um, As sad as I am about the whole thing, I think sacrificing himself for his family was the only way to kill off Neal. And a teeny tiny part of me is kind of hoping that he's not really dead he he's dead 
I'm sorry, Dad is dead. Probably. Um, Unless they change the rules of magic in Wonderland this week. Don't want them to change the rules of magic. Um, But I know that it's a long shot. I thought that the rest of the episode was great. So much better than last week. Although I kind of wished Robin and Regina remembered each other and Neil got to see Henry again before he died. Am I correct in saying that I was... I was right about Neil sending Hook to find Emma. No. See, I think so. Too. No. I think you were right. No, I fight I, you. As for yeah, my it, rating out of 10 pieces of Leroy's bacon, I give it nine and a half. Excellent. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. You are like very passionate about the fact that Neil did not send the message. I really am because I don't believe it. Well, it's it's just like it, it's so weird because like usually like you're you're kind you're kind of convinced of your position, nope. but you're you're open to change this one. You're like, no. No, no, you guys are awful. You You're were, wrong. I am not saying no one is awful. Amy, I'm just saying Amy, you're all wrong. Amy, she just wrong. called you awful. I did not. She did. Okay, next letter is from Jenny, who might be the Jenny <laughs> who left the rhyming review. Uh, Jenny says, first off, love your podcast, but I've never taken the time to call her right in. Well, thank you. Uh, we had yes, a few like that thank this you. week. This time, however, I have a crackpot theory I wanted <gasps> to throw right. out there. <laughs> Sorry. I got excited that somebody had a crackpot theory. It wasn't just us. I haven't heard it on the podcast, but I'm not a blogger, Twitterer, or letter stalker. This is my first time on the site to get the email. <laughs> so it may not be original. Anyway, here it goes. Based on the dialogue Zelina shared with Rumple in the episode The Tower, where she revealed she's after something Rumple never had, and that goes against his very nature, and her continued creeper status interest <laughs> in Snow's baby, what if Selena wants a second chance at life to be reborn as Snow and Charming's baby? If you've ever watched Ghostbusters 2, it's not a new premise. There's a lot to be gained for her. Love, family, the powers of true love like Emma have received, Uh... a chance for the past to be erased, and a fresh start. Just a thought. Anyways, thanks for the entertaining dialogue and exchanges. You guys make a great team. I look forward to the weekly podcast very much. P.S. I was a Swanfire girl myself, tipping one out for the ship that has now sailed. Uh, (laughs) Committing myself to a new dream where Hook and Emma get their second chance at true love. Rip Neal. Warmest wishes, Jenny. And yeah, I really like that theory. That was actually really good. See, I love it. I love it. That'd be kind of creepy, though. Uh, Little Wicked Witch, you know. Little baby with green skin, something like that. Kind of look like Shrek. Yes, baby Shrek. Wouldn't it be weird if that was the plan and then it ended up being a boy? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be um, awkward. Okay. Yes. Our next letter is from Jasmine. Starting straight off with the rating. I give this episode 100 (laughs) out of 50 swan monkeys. 100 out of 50? Yeah. That's pretty strong. I'm a big fan. 200%. 200% of the swan monkeys. Um, I just finished watching and the tears have not dried. First, because I like to be positive, I will focus on the funny. (laughs) One, love the conversation between Neil and Emma. Emma said that she was sorry, um, but she met someone in New York. It got serious. He proposed and then he turned into a flying monkey. (laughs) If I myself had a nickel for every time that had happened in my lifetime, I'd have at least 10 cents. Sadly, I'd have 20. Oh, well, you'll have that. Two, I can't imagine how many bloopers this show must have. When Neil was at the hospital talking to Emma and she told him that Henry had no memory of him, Neil said that maybe they um, could explain it to him. Maybe the blue fairy or my father can explain it to Henry. (laughs) How can you recite this line with a serious face? Come on. Well, actually, uh, referencing the last scene you were talking about, Jasmine, uh, the the Peter Pan, Pan, my grandfather line was kind of along the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but getting a bit emotional. 
while the show was emotional, um, last thing I want to say is how touching it was that Hook told Neil that he was in his way, wait, that he, that he was in his way, said it was over a woman. I knew instantly that what Hook was really saying is that he did love Emma, but that he would stand aside for Neil if that was best for Emma. Mm-hmm. Hook was in a way belittling his relationship with Emma to say that he cared that much about Emma and Neil and their child. Um, you have to give up for your children. Sometimes in life you find that most of the happiness is you sacrifice your own happiness for someone you love. That is why this episode was so great. Finally, I watched The Walking Dead and I cannot understand why the ratings were higher for the horrible finale that was for this episode of Once. Keep up the great work. Yeah, that Walking Dead finale was pretty bad. I haven't been watching it regularly. I've like been catching every second or third episode that was on, but the finale it was just... I don't know. It was weeks off, and they kept uh, hitting the same notes. But thank you very much, Jasmine, for your notes. And uh, I think we have similar taste in shows, mm-hmm. Jasmine, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, okay. Uh, next up is Ash. She says, hi, y'all. <laughs> uh, first off, a great big hug to Anne-Marie. Thank you. I what's, needed it. And what's up, Bill, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Man, words cannot accurately describe the feelings I'm a-feeling. I, I think it's just I'm feeling, but I but I'm a I'm a. Those certain songs from the Wicked musical soundtrack might get the buckets and tor- <laughs> torches ready for next week. Uh, Wicked, wickedly Wild West showdown. Yes, ahem, Warrior Librarian. Bell was awesome, and there was a lot of stuff I've been hoping for this episode. Hook apologizing to Bell and hugs, plus Bay, Bell, and Daddy Charming. Emma bonding, etc. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the episode was epic in the first half. Uh, the second, uh, well, I couldn't help but wonder if there were two writers or something. Just had that kind of feeling in parts. Breathe. Also was getting major Harry Potter feels, especially with the alchemy fire symbol on Neil's hand. Ah, uh, I didn't catch that part. The triangle is representative of fire, by the way. I actually remember... I. I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago or something like that where there were several symbols with like triangles and like mm. stuff like that too. So I, I don't know. It might be work. Also, you know, that little dial that he put the thing yeah. in to bring That Rumble had back. so many symbols on it. It actually reminded me kind of of the design of TikTok from Return to Oz a little oh. bit. Which, I mean, obviously it was the Dark One's tomb and everything, but I, I, thought, I thought it kind of put it was me there. in the mind of it. Over <laughs> The black stuff coming up from the vault uh, was like the graveyard scene in Goblet of Fire, and the black ink-like stuff goo was like the magic mirror from Snow White and the Huntsman. Freaky. And Lumiere. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast reference for the win. Well, yeah, I have to say it every time like Lumiere. that. Lumiere. Lumiere. Uh, was awesome, and I liked it, and I oh, was also getting Oz the Great and Powerful feels with him using the red flames instead of green. May, that's a good movie, by the way. Uh, maybe he's more than one character. Either way, uh, him or Whale as Oz would make me happy. I can't believe they ended things like they did personally. Oh, my heart. I don't think I felt this since Emma and Henry leaving in the bug when Graham left us in season one. He didn't even get to say goodbye to Henry. Just ouch. Poor Rumble, Belle, and Emma, too. Just can't talk about it in depth yet. Too soon. Giving this episode six and a half candlesticks out of a box of ten for Lumiere's can- Lumiere's candelabra. <laughs> Group hugs, cookies, and cheers. Ash. Thank you, <laughs> Thank Ash. Thank you, Ash. 
All right. The next one's from Laura. Well, hello, hello, Bill and Anne-Marie. I just watched the episode and I wish you could see me. I am a mess. <laughs> Neil is gone and so is my heart. Well, I'm overly dramatic, but that was such an emotional episode and I liked it so much better than the Rapunzel episode. I still haven't found her purpose, by the way. I have to say my favorite quote from tonight. Ratings. <laughs> tonight was from Emma to Henry. Your father was a hero. Yes. That was that was quality, mm-hmm. um, which is a flashback to what she told him in season one when she talked about his father. Oh, I yeah, because uh, she said he was a fireman. Yeah. I think right, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I can't talk about it anymore. It's just too sad. Um, on another note, how sad! I never knew Lumiere had a French accent. Oh, accent in the English version. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to mention that I'm listening to you from France. Why, hello, Laura. <laughs> uh, last thing, Anne Marie. I was thinking of you and to all the Swanfire fans out there. Write to you next week. Have a wonderful uh, week. Hashtag Rip Neil. <laughs> Thank you very much, Thank Laura. You. And again, apologies for, for the, our horrible, yeah. horrible French accents. Yeah. So, it, you know, if you want to, feel free to call in or send in an MP3 or something with you making fun of our accents. Right? <laughs> we would love that. <laughs> Absolutely love that. Okay. Next up is Corbin, actually, uh, who sadly, uh, my choice for the contest lost. But Corbin... Uh, Rock, paper, scissors wins all. It's great to finally be... Actually, I, I'm just going to say in general, it's great to be finally hearing from a lot of people who we haven't heard from before. Who, who Everyone says, you know, they've been listening for a long time. And, you know, we, we see the stats. We know how many people are listening and stuff. Or at least downloading it. But, you know, so, sometimes it feels like like it's the same 12 people right. every week. But this week, uh, you know... And we love those 12 people. Oh, yeah. Do it, not get us We're wrong. friends with those 12 people. Right. And now we're friends with all the new people who are writing in too so yeah thank you we Uh, may have to start cutting our feedback a little bit though or you know maybe doing like a supplemental feedback thing oh good a third episode well we've done that before where we clean out the inbox okay uh corbin corbin to your letter hi bill and Marie. i've been a longtime listener of the podcast from early season two but this is my first feedback email all right here it goes this episode was crap good to be blunt (laughs) They killed off a character that, regardless of whatever you ship, uh, to which I grieve with Anne Marie, <laughs> still had much room to grow and many relationships to fix, i.e., with Henry, Rumple, Emma, etc. I mean, they didn't even let Henry see him. What nonsense is this? I completely Agreed. agreed on that point. <clears throat> Granted, this was written by the same writer of the argu- arguably the weakest episode of season two, Selfless, Brave, and True, but it just didn't seem right. I also didn't like Neil's almost out-of-character move of going dark when he knew it was a trap. It just didn't feel right. I, I will say to that, uh, I think it's more of a genetic disposition. Yes, he had blinders on. And uh, the fact that he was able to fight against the self-preservation thing at the end uh, without having hundreds of years to kind of get a handle on it like Rumpel did was pretty impressive to me anyway. I did like the outlaw queen scenes, admiring the chemistry the two have together. Also, I liked Emma's scene with Henry at the end, getting excited by the vengeful tone in her voice when telling Henry how she'll find Zelina. The hook and Neil scene was also very good, no matter how long overdue. As it added to that nice layer of bromance to, <laughs> to their complicated relationship. I love the podcast and can't, can't wait to can't, hear more. You can't, can't wait. 
<laughs> uh, wait to hear more of you guys. That could have been a – if I had mispronounced that yes. differently, it could have been bad. It could have been bad. Uh, Corbin. Thank you very much, Corbin. Thank you, Corbin. <clears throat> All right. Next, Bill and Anne-Marie. Speaking as someone whose favorite storyline has always been Rumpelstiltskin's quest to return to his son, I am extremely rageful right now. Uh-oh. I went to work an hour early because I couldn't sleep, and it is from there I write you now. I kind of picture this on stationery delivered by yes, like uh, – Courier pigeon. Yeah, something like that where – I feel like there should be blood. I have been locked in the cell for 25 <laughs> years, mourning the loss of Neil. Um, I can only assume Michael Raymond James wanted off the show. Well, we've already dif- disproved that because this whole episode felt like a rushed attempt to get in – Every incomplete character beat for Neil before he shuffled off his mortal coil. Yeah, I can see that. Um, It was a bit of a slapdash job, though. The touching and funny last conversation between him and Emma about her almost engagement and the contrast between his very sincere desire for her to be happy and Hook's um, petulant man-child reaction in the previous episode only convinces me further that he was always the better man and love interest for her. (laughs) Um, Personally, I'm convinced by the necklace that jumped realms, but that's just (laughs) – um, honestly, I think my biggest problem um, with how this was handled is the message it sends. Neil was fundamentally a good person who was essentially trampled on by the universe his entire life. True that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he dies a cheap and contrived death while people like Regina Hook and even Neil's own father, characters who have committed countless atrocities, get a second shot. That's a pretty freaking fa- fa- fatalistic. Thank you. Um and kind of depressing. You know, I, I'll say I uh, hear just that uh, she's rageful. She is rageful. She she is very rageful. I just uh, I I don't know. I don't I I, I don't see it that way uh, really because I I mean well yeah Neil was a fundamentally good person who was trampled on his entire life, but so was Rumpel. Right. And I think I think what this episode was about it wasn't about saying that uh, Neil was weak. Two and when he decided to be good, he got punished for it or whatever. I, I think I think it was more to say that he got up to that line, mm-hmm. he crossed that line, and then he instead of pushing forward, it, like the whole him denying Rumple even trying, mm-hmm. said a lot to me. He he realized he'd crossed that line and right. he did the most heroic thing he could and do: sacrifice himself, sacrifice himself to maybe save his family and, and go out a hero versus you know just trying to stretch it on and getting darker and deeper right. into that side of things. But you know, I, I I can see see the other side of it too. Okay, uh, Neil didn't need to die for them to figure out who the wicked witch was all they needed to do was notice her gigantic ugly green brooch <laughs> and witch hat that's in all caps uh don't mean to sound like a total downer it's okay everybody drinks a haterade sometimes mm-hmm. um but i felt a really strong personal affinity for this character struggles mm-hmm. and i think i only got three hours of sleep love you guys mm-hmm. i give this episode four out of 11 minions of my evil grandfather peter pan <laughs> mostly for crappy character resolution isabel Isabel, I hope you've calmed down by now. Mm, definitely, definitely, and uh, but thank you. Yeah, and I mean, we all love this character, right? Like, absolutely. Outside, outside of Tallahassee, <laughs> uh, I, I think we can all Tallahassee. Agree that you know, in every realm, uh, Bay slash Neil has been a, a really solid character, and like we said before, you know, one of the founding, foundational elements of the show. Okay, next one's from Holly. 
from Wisconsin, actually. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. Wow, what an episode. So many emotions. I really love the scene between Neil and Hook in the hospital before Neil heads off to the forest, as did we all. I really wish that they had a little more time to explore their relationship. I really love the adventure that Neil and Bella had in the last year in the Enchanted Forest. I really feel for Neil, Emma, Henry, Rumpel, Belle, and even Hook in this story with the loss of Neil. All of them had a chance to get to know him at certain stages in their lives. Neil died to protect his family, and Zelina is really on borrowed time with Rumpel, Emma, and I'm sure a few others, and I'm assuming you mean chasing after her. Mm-hmm. Selena picked the wrong family to mess with. I'll wrap it up here. Uh, looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on this episode. And Holly, you are getting everyone's thoughts on yes, this episode. <laughs> yes. I, 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 besides duplicates, I don't think we we cleared any. So, you know, we'll have a couple more minutes here. Okay. Um this is from uh, – Yeah, but thank you, Holly. Yes, thank you. This, now I think we've gotten to the Facebook ones. Yeah. Um, this is from Chris Tipton. Holy freaking crap, that was an episode, y'all. Again with the y'alls. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Wicked Witch is so horrible. So sad to lose Neil. He was such a great character. But at least we have our rumpy back. <laughs> rumpy. <laughs> um, I know him and Regina together can take this witch down. Although there is still her having the dagger. Um, that does put a damper on the situation. Regina and Robin are amazing together. I thought that this was the best episode of the season and one of the best overall. 1,756 1, out of 1,756 overused talisman burns. Hey, that's ve- that's a very bold number that I would not attempt live on the show because I would forget it in between. Yes. Uh, saying it the y- first time and saying it the second time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, one other thing. I think we can put to bed whether or not the Wicked Witch is a good villain. I'm ready to say she's bad or worse than Cora and Pan. Thanks. Thank you, Chris. And I, it's been a while since we've heard from Chris. Uh-huh. So it was good to hear from he's you. He's pretty good on the – he's on the Facebooks. Yeah. And yeah, the Twitter. True. Actually, he was tweeting me earlier. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that. So Lots of Facebooks. Okay. Uh, next up is uh, Amy Bachman. Uh, hey, guys. I have come up with the craziest theory about the Wicked Witch. What if she isn't Regina's sister? <laughs> what if she is actually Cora's midwife for when she had <laughs> Regina? Because I really believe her when she says that she is a midwife. So maybe Cora, being the evil person she was without her heart, slighted Zelina in some way while she had her baby. Or maybe Cora exiled Zelina to Oz for some reason, and Oz is like Neverland and people never age. What do you think? Ooh. Yeah, I think that's a good... That's got many... Yeah, she does seem very midwifey. And it would also... And I mean, we haven't got a ton of information so far, but if, you know, the Wicked Witch volunteers any information related to Regina's babyhood, uh, (laughs) then that might be how she found out because she was the midwife or whatever, you Uh know. So, yeah, I I, I like that, Amy. I guess, uh, you know, we'll have to see how it plays out and everything. Right. Okay, next is from Virginia. Um, I think if Hook was on the water with his ship that alone could have kept him from being swept up in the curse moving water in most stories and legends acts as a buffer with magic that and the wicked witch of the west and water don't mix either just a theory <laughs> thank you uh, virginia and yeah again uh more. the thing the thing is water is also a portal so. yes okay one more okay and uh, finally we'll wrap up with a, a message from michael lucero and uh, Michael writes, I actually didn't care as much for this episode. Oh, wait. This whoa, is for Wonderland. Whoa. 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 Oh, wait. No, wait. Wait. I actually didn't care as much for this episode of Wonderland as I did the previous two. But oh. tonight's once really hit me in the guts. We were, we were worried there for a second. <laughs> crossing the streams. Crossing. 
First they kill off Rumpel, then I bring him back only to kill off Bay. I guess Rumpel was right in the half-season finale when he said that he wouldn't get a happy ending after all. Not to mention Emma and poor Henry, especially when the latter gets his memories back. And, you know, I, I could definitely still see Bay being the boy that uh, was being talked about in The Boy Will Be Your Undoing. Oh, well, yeah. Because, I, mean, I mean, you know, he died. Yes. Uh, but he came back. So I don't know if that was really his undoing because he still has all the Dark One powers and everything. I've always no. kind of thought of the undoing as losing the Dark One. Snowflake. If it's a boy. We don't know any. I mean, if they're passing, it, passing out blue uh, bubblegum cigars, then then uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's the boy that will be the wow. undoing. They still do that, right? Right. No. no, but we want to thank everyone. Thank you, everyone. I know, and it, it was a lot to sort through, and uh, we ended up. Uh, we're probably going to end up with like a Close episode and a half or something like yeah. that. But it, it was worth it. This, this was the kind of episode you kind of have to absolutely have to g- give give you all a voice on because it, very strong. It opinion. was uh, lots of opinions, lots of emotions. We all need to vent somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let's vent here where it's safe. Yeah, and, uh, you know, next week you'll have until Tuesday night uh, to run to your computer and uh, email us uh, after you watch the episode at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. The Twitter's at gfstorybrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And the voicemail number uh, is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. I also want to remind people to email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Just to... Let us know how you're doing because that'd be neat. And also keep an eye on our Twitter because we're going to be putting out a uh, form here. In, to sign in, up for in, the live. For the live, live, thi- live, live thing. Live. Uh, Saturday, 8.30 p.m. EST, uh, April 12th on Google+. And you'll also be able to see it on YouTube. I live. Live. We will be live and in your face and you'll have to look at us. I'm so sorry. So. Well, I think with Anne-Marie it'll be fine, but I'm an ugly old cuss. It's going to be rough. So, Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitters at AMDSimone. Thank you to all of my followers because you guys have, like, been multiplying and I like (laughs) it. Um, Also, I have a blog, crunchycraftyandhighlycaffeinated.wordpress.com. And uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Bill Meeks. Uh, Google Plus, I'm google.com slash plus Bill Meeks, which is where we'll be streaming from. So you might want to go ahead and follow me over there. So, you know, you get some yeah. notifications and whatnot. Kind of like notifications. And uh, you know what? I don't plug this uh, very much anymore, <laughs> but I, I'll go ahead and say if you want to check out the kind of stuff I do online, uh, the width and breadth of it, you can check all of that out at meeksmixedmedia.com. Oh. I know I haven't Look plugged that, that one for a while, right? Apparently you're looking forward to putting something new up there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so I guess we'll be back on Saturday with uh, our discussion on the Once Wonderland finale. And <gasps> we'll, I'm sure we'll probably be bringing up, you know, how it's going to affect the main show. So you might want to tune in if you haven't been watching Wonderland just to kind of get an idea of what what the crap is coming <laughs> over into Once Proper. Oh, somebody finally find sent it. me an Audible recommendation. Oh, I'll save they? it, I guess. Yeah, save it for, for uh, Saturday. Okay. Or no, next cool. week, rather. I'm abusing the microphone. Oh, she's abusing the microphone. We've got to go right go. now before the microphone attacks you back. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Until next week. Greetings, greetings from, from Storybrook. Storybrook. Quick, ah! run the microphone. Oh, no!